Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for September the 8th, 2016. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Another big weekend of high school football around the country, a showdown in Southern California. Looking forward to heading out to Long Beach tomorrow night, Veterans Memorial Stadium, where the number one and two teams in the country, St. John Bosco, the Braves, number one, Bishop Gorman, the Gales from Las Vegas, Nevada, ranked number two, will go head-to-head. -head. They haven't done it since 2014. Back then, uh, they were number one and number two in USA Today High School Sports, Super 25, and Gorman came out on top 34-31 in that one after jumping out to a 20-3 lead, and we're going to have a preview of that show coming up. going to talk with uh, Jason Negro, the head coach at St. John Bosco, and his quarterback, who's filling some big shoes, Real Mitchell. Real uh, taking over for Quentin Davis, who had an incredible senior season, and Quentin sat on the bench there with the Braves uh, while Josh Rosen, the now uh, quarterback at UCLA, uh, starting as a true freshman last year, uh, played three years for the Braves. The Braves have won four straight Trinity League titles out here in Southern California, the ultra-tough Trinity League, and uh, we'll have a big uh, preview of that coming up in just a little bit. Uh, some other big games around the nation this week. The top 25 was shuffled. For those of you that have not checked out our top 25 national rankings developed with our proprietary algorithm, it comes out Sunday before everybody else's does. Uh, we also uh, do the, uh, the entire top 50. It's called the other 25. So we've got the top 25, the other 25, 1 through 50. We do our uh, Southern California rankings also, the top 25 on Sundays. And then throughout the week on Mondays, we release our uh, regional rankings, the top 10 in the uh, seven regions that we have. We also have our state-by-state -state rankings now, which is really, really cool as the algorithm has expanded throughout the uh, course of the last four years. And we also do our media compilation poll, which comes out every Tuesday. The media compilation poll includes the Super 25 from USA Today, Max Prep's Excellent 25, and Prep Nation's The National Prep Football Poll. So uh, we put all four of us together, and uh, right now, Bishop Gorman, the number one team out of 100 possible points. Gorman has 99, but this week uh, the teams below them all were able to close the gap a little bit. IMG, uh, we're going to talk about that big game they played out here with Corona Centennial in just a little bit. Had the uh, pleasure of watching that one, and after watching 1,100-plus uh, high school football games in person throughout my career, I'm pretty safe in saying that the 50-49 last-second win by number two IMG over uh, then number 24 uh, Corona Centennial is the best high school football game I have ever watched uh, to this point. Uh, that tops the one that I uh, enjoyed back in the, uh, the 1990s in the Lehigh Valley in Pennsylvania. Dan Kendra, who went on to uh, Florida State, battled Allentown Central Catholic. Dan was at uh, Bethlehem Catholic. That was one of the best games I'd ever seen until last Saturday at the Honor Bowl at Mission Viejo High School in Southern California. Uh, really just back and forth, back and forth to uh, welcome teams and it was a whole lot of fun to watch you can check out the highlights including the great game-winning drive uh, with um, a minute six seconds to go at highschoolfootballamerica.com we have the story up there you can also check us out on our YouTube channel, as again, the uh, complete game highlights are there. Post-game wrap-up with uh, IMG quarterback Kellen Mund, who uh, Mund's going on to uh, Texas A&M. That's where he's given his verbal commitment to, but check that one out when you get a chance. It is a dandy of a ball game. There's one other top 25 matchup this weekend in New Jersey on Saturday in Montvale, the uh, St. Joseph Regional Green Knights. Uh, Going to take on St. John's College High School out of Washington, D.C. St. Joe's ranked number 13, moving up two spots this week after coming all the way across the country here to the Honor Bowl in Southern California to uh, take down Sarah, a very good program here from Southern California, uh, out of Gardena, California. And uh, they won 17-7, Green Knights showing a real good defense. And uh, uh, what made it a little bit more difficult for Augie Hoffman's troops, uh, and Augie's been on the show here, he's the head coach at St. Joe's, was the fact that it was the season opener for St. Joe's. And Sarah was playing its third game of the year, but uh, Green Knights pick up a win. And St. John's College, a team that is, uh, is coming on. They started the season ranked number 39. They've climbed 16 places in the first several weeks of the new polls after the preseason poll came out. And St. John's has one of the toughest schedules in the country as five of the first six games that they play 
against nationally ranked teams in our preseason top 50. So if you're in the uh, North New Jersey area on Saturday, you may want to check that one out. St. Joe's taking on St. John's College. Let's take a look around the nation and see uh, where all the top 25 will be playing. All of this for you right at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. And if you're uh, looking to uh, keep up with all the scores throughout the weekend, we have it broken down several ways for you. We have our top 25 scoreboard live and powered by ScoreStream doing just an awesome job of uh, keeping everybody up to date as the games go on. And uh, they're our partner here. And uh, what, what better way than to go to a game and uh, tell everybody what's happening with your team than downloading the app uh, for ScoreStream in the uh, iTunes Store or at uh, Google Play, and you can score along. So uh, you'll be able to talk, check out the Top 25 all weekend, plus our state-by-state -state scoreboards. Those are real, real popular, getting a lot of traffic uh, each and every Friday night and over the weekend uh, from Mississippi. Alabama, uh, Nebraska checking in a lot last week. So if you're looking for your favorite scores on a Friday, Saturday night, or even Thursday night because the games are underway on the East Coast tonight, check out our state-by-state -state scoreboards by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com and click on scores in the navigation tab. Now let's go around the nation. We told you it's one versus two here in Southern California tomorrow night. Number three, IMG Academy out of Florida. They will be in Louisiana and Shreveport taking on Booker T. Washington from Oklahoma in the uh, Battle of the Border in Shreveport. Number four, Modern Day from California taking on uh, La Mirada, a team that lost to number one St. John Bosco last week, 34-0. But La Mirada opened the season with a big win over uh, Trinity League power Orange Lutheran. Then they lost to uh, St. John Bosco. La Mirada, the defending CIF Division III AA champs out here in California. Number five, Modern Day, an interstate battle against Bishop McDevitt out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. That's on Friday night. Number six, Allen, the uh, Eagles from Texas, taking on Capel from Texas tomorrow night. Number seven, Miami Central. They climbed up uh, three spots in the latest poll that was released on Sunday. Uh, Miami Central on the road at First Coast uh, from Florida on Saturday. And uh, just a couple of weeks away from Booker T. Washington and Miami Central. Booker T. this week uh, playing tomorrow night against Miami Jackson in Florida. Uh, a, a top 50 matchup for you in Ohio. Number 9, Coleraine. The Cardinals taking on number 26, LaSalle. This was a dandy last year with LaSalle, the defending two-time Division II champs, taking a last-second field goal win over the Cardinals. Coleraine has moved up uh, since the preseason rankings came out, out about 10 spots from 19 to 9, but they have had two close games at the start, beating nationally ranked Warren Central from Indiana in their season opener last week against St. X out of Cincinnati. A, uh, an overtime victory for the Cards. So the Cards, uh, another tough game, uh, three tough games to open the season for uh, Coleraine. Number 10, St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, after falling out after that season opening loss to Booker T, they're back into the top 10. They take on Plantation tomorrow night from Florida. Mallard Creek, the Mavericks, uh, they uh, had the biggest jump this week from 17 to 11 in the poll. They are idle this week as is Grayson out of Georgia. They're number 12. They are idle this week. We mentioned St. Joseph Regional, number 13, taking on St. John's College High School out of Washington, D.C. on Saturday. Uh, back to Georgia, where number 14, Roswell, taking on the defending High School Football America Mythical National Champs, Colquitt County. That game is tomorrow night. Mill Creek out of Georgia, on the road against Archer in Georgia on Friday night. Mill Creek, number 15, McGill Toolin, the Yellow Jackets from Alabama. They are up to number 16 in the poll, and they have the week off. Number 17, Katie, the Tigers, slipping a little bit more. They lost the season opener to Westlake, and then Westlake uh, went down without its star quarterback uh, this past weekend. Uh, they were number seven, and they lost to uh, Liberty out of Nevada. So uh, a couple of Nevada teams there, Bishop Gorman and Liberty, putting a hurting on uh, Texas in the early season. The Tigers, number 17, they, they needed a double overtime victory last week. And uh, tomorrow night, they take on the Woodlands. Number 18, Warren Central from Indiana, taking on Lawrence Central in an all-Indiana battle on Friday night. Number 19, St. Edward, the Eagles out of Ohio on the road Saturday. Uh, a grudge match there in the Cleveland area against Glenville. Uh, Glenville 0-2, but always a good game between uh, St. Ed's and uh, Glenville. Number 20, Corona Centennial coming off that heart-stopping loss to IMG over the weekend. They climbed actually four spots to number 20 from 24. Uh, they take on Orange Lutheran, a Trinity League foe there, and they played them twice last year. Beat them in the regular season, did the Huskies, and also beat them 
in the uh, in the postseason. Uh, breaking into the poll this week, we had uh, four new teams, the first of which American Heritage, the Patriots from Plantation, Florida. They are taking on Northwestern from Miami tomorrow night. Uh, the Patriots number 21. Out of Kentucky at number 22, new to the poll this week, the Shamrocks of Trinity High School taking on Mail out of Kentucky. Mail, the defending state champs, lost all but two starters. They're off to a 3-0 start, and they've had Trinity's number over the last couple of years. We'll see what happens down in the Louisville area. Coming up uh, tomorrow night, mention the number 23 St. John's on the road to take on St. Joseph Regional. Number 24, Jenks, the Trojans out of Oklahoma. They are taking on number 38, Union. That is a backyard brawl. Those two love going at each other. Always a big crowd there to watch them two go at it. Uh, Union this year right now ranked number 38. And number 25, uh, Good Counsel from Maryland on the road this week. They uh, play their first six games, I believe, on the road. They are at Archbishop Spalding from Maryland. So check out all of uh, this week's games in the top 25 and in the top 50 by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com. Coming up on the show in just a little bit, we're going to talk with the number 31 team in the country, the coach of the number 31 team in the country, Gabe Infante of St. Joseph's Prep out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They were out here at the Honor Bowl last week and put a, a real hurting on Oaks Christian, the number six team at the time in our Southern California top 25, beating them 49 to 17. DeAndre Swift, wow, what a show he put on. Uh, the day before he announced he was going to Georgia, gave his verbal commitment to the Bulldogs and Kirby Smart, and uh, he just went out and uh, in his first uh, three touches, he had 171 yards in total offense. And uh, St. Joseph rolled to an easy 49-17 win. This week, they take on number 39, Don Bosco Prep. Prep falls to nut 39 from 18 after losing its opener to uh, American Heritage, which uh, climbed into the top 25 with that big victory over DBP. So we're going to talk to Gabe Infante coming up in just a little bit to uh, discuss uh, the big win and the uh, big game ahead. For, uh, for the Hawks against Don Bosco Prep. Partners on the show, we already talked about USA Today and ScoreStream. Also want to bring in our partners at Echo 1612. Echo 1612 giving you instant replay on your sidelines just eight seconds after the play ends. A lot of state champs used it last year, and they got a great competitive advantage. If your, t your, your opponents are, are using Echo, well, that means you don't have the advantage. Show instead of tell. It's the new way to do it in 2016. Echo1612.com. You can get to them by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com and clicking on the banner ad. And you can also do that with Crossover. Get your free five-minute demo by going to crossoverwithak.com forward slash HSFA. You can get to uh, that demo page by clicking on their banner ad. They break down your game film, and they do it quickly and concisely. They save you time and money. They let you do what you should be doing as a coach. Coaching, that's exactly what they do. Except no imitations, Crossover does an awesome job of using, uh, using their new technology to get you everything that you need, whether you're breaking down your own game film or you're scouting your opponents. Crossover will do it for you. It's crossoverwithak.com forward slash HSFA. And also brought to you tonight by our good friends at Southern Sport, the Debris Inhibitor Razor. Oh, man, up to 20 colors, and they are spats that keep those pesky rubber felt rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes. Trust me, after watching uh, six big games over the weekend out here in Southern California, every uh, game as it ended, I had to go over and get all those pellets out of my shoes. They hurt, too, uh, sometimes. So uh, make sure you get uh, your TDI Razors players. It will make your feet feel fine. You'll look great. It gives you that great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. TDI Razor with a U. That's TDI Razor, R-A-Z-U-R.com. Use the code HSFA to get a discount on your order at TDIRazor.com. Don't forget to follow us when we're off the air on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash high school football america on twitter at hsfb america and also high school football america on instagram we've got all of our social media there and again lots of great videos uh, put up this year so far on our youtube channel that is youtube.com forward slash hsfb america all right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk uh, about the big game coming up in Long Beach tomorrow night. Number one, St. John Bosco going against number two, 
Bishop Gorman out of Las Vegas, Nevada. It's uh, a duel in Southern California, and we're going to have a preview as we're going to talk with um, Jason Negro, the head coach of uh, St. John Bosco coming up, and we're also going to talk with his quarterback, Real Mitchell, the junior speedster. He's a sprinter, and uh, boy, can he put on a show out there. We're going to talk about the big game between Bosco and Gorman coming up. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football.
USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out usatodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. Jeff Fisher back with you on High School Football America tonight as we continue to uh, work our way toward tomorrow night's big showdown here in Southern California as number one, St. John Bosco from Bellflower, California, is going to take on number two, Bishop Gorman out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Gorman ranked number one in the latest media compilation poll. They're number one for uh, USA Today, the Super 25, Max Preps and Prep Nation. We have them number two in our algorithm, and uh, this one should be a dandy and will go a long way towards shaking out the mythical national championship chase. Uh, certainly nothing's going to be won on week three. There's a lot of big ball games to go the rest of the way. But this one will really kind of set the tone for both of these teams. The winner will have a, uh, a good leg up on an opportunity to try and win a national championship. Uh, Bishop Gorman has won two straight Super 25 championships for uh, USA Today. Bishop Gorman is a uh, loaded team. Both teams have a, a ton of talent on both sides of the ball that will go and play at the next level. Both teams coming in. 2-0 uh, in this one. Back-to-back uh, -back wins for Bosco to start the uh, season. Uh, two very good teams. They beat, uh, they opened on the road on national television, uh, shutting out uh, Cincinnati Power St. Xavier, who uh, took Colerain to overtime last week. And then last week, Bosco shut out uh, La Mirada. Back-to-back, 34-0 -back, uh, scores for the Braves. And La Mirada, a good ball club that uh, won the 2015 CIF Division III AA State Championship. So um, this one has all the makings of being a great one. And how special is it uh, on back-to-back -back weekends for Southern California high school football fans to see uh, what should be two dandy ball games? Uh, talked earlier about the great IMG 50-49 back and forth last second win over Corona Centennial in a battle of nationally ranked teams. And now we get uh, Gorman and uh, Bosco here Friday night. Long Beach uh, Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Uh, Gorman comes in, as I said, number one in our latest media compilation poll. Two impressive, on, two impressive wins on its resume as well in 2016, including a huge uh, win over Cedar Hill in Texas uh, on national television in its season opener. Uh, Cedar Hill entering that game ranked number three in the High School Football America Top 25. Last week, the Gales knocking off Coco from Florida, which came into that contest, ranked number 41 in the nation after a 26-23 uh, win over then number 25 Trinity Christian Academy out of Jacksonville, Florida. So this one is going to be a lot of fun. On Tuesday, I headed out to uh, the St. John Bosco practice to talk with uh, Jason Negro. Spent a lot of the conversation talking about uh, the, the quarterback position, which will take center stage in tomorrow night's game. Uh, Bishop Gorman led by Tate Martell, Ohio State bound. He's started for the Gales since he was a freshman and uh, has all that big game experience. And that comes up against uh, the Braves quarterback, Real Mitchell, who's starting just his third varsity game on Friday night. But he did get some good experience last year when uh, in the CIF Southern Section Pac-5 Championship game against Corona Centennial when the Braves were number two and the Huskies were number three. Uh, after falling behind big early, uh, Quentin Davis went down with an injured shoulder and uh, Real Mitchell had to come in and uh, put on quite a show, showed that sprinter speed that he has as a quarterback and uh, threw a couple of touchdown passes, ran for one, and uh, the Braves came up a little short in a shootout, 62-52, but... Um, in just a little bit, I'm going to talk to Real about, uh, about that game and how that helped him uh, prepare coming into the, uh, the 2016 season. One of the big things that uh, uh, Real has to, to really face is the fact that there's a lot of pressure on him. And we'll talk to him about that in a little, in a little bit. Uh, as we said earlier in the show, uh, that quarterback position is very special at uh, St. John Bosco. Quentin Davis, after sitting behind Josh Rosen for uh, several years, uh, took over last year, earned himself a scholarship to Fresno State. Uh, Josh Rosen, of course, as a, a true freshman after three years as a starter for the Braves, uh, becoming the starting quarterback at UCLA last year. So uh, Real Mitchell has a, has a lot to live up to, some big shoes to fill, and the young man has a unique um, you know, set of skills 
Hills, as you will hear from uh, Jason in just a second. We were out there on Tuesday, and I talked to him about uh, exactly what he was uh, he was doing on Tuesday to get this ready, uh, this team ready for its big game Friday. He is good friends with Kenny Sanchez, the head coach at uh, Bishop Gorman. You'll hear him talk about uh, the importance of uh, playing a friend, and uh, he'll also talk about the importance of uh, not falling behind fast like uh, they did last year against Corona Centennial. And like they did in 2014 in Vegas when they fell behind 20-3 to at the half with Josh Rosen at the controls of the St. John Bosco offense. Uh, the final was 34-31. Bishop Gorman winning it. Uh, St. John Bosco was number one in the USA Today Super 25 going into that game. Bishop Gorman number two just like they are in the High School Football America rankings tonight. So this should be a dandy. So let's uh, listen in on what uh, Jason and I had to talk about when I was out there Tuesday when we were talking about what he was trying to accomplish early in the week to get ready for the Gales. Big, big week. Um, seems like all of them big with your, your schedule, but tell me what you're doing on Tuesday right now to get these kids ready for Friday. Um, Tuesday's a big day for us. Um, it's our first day in pads for the week. We only go in pads twice this, during the week, so it's a big day for us in terms of you know, trying to put the game plan in. Yesterday was a big fundamental day, so today is a big game plan day. We're going to get all the, all the game plan in and get it on film and see what we can do in terms of weeding things out and what looks good and what doesn't. So Tuesday's pretty big on all facets. Uh, two weeks in, uh, big road trip. Good team last week. Uh, give us a little bit of a, a skinny here. How you're grading this team at this point going into performance? Well, I mean, I think you look at the overall performance. We're two and zero. You know, we've played pretty well and we've played two pretty good teams. But I think you know the bar is going to be elevated this week a little bit. Uh, Gorman's at a different level, and I think we're going to be prepared. I mean, I hope we just come out and do what we do best, and that's play good, hard football and um, let the chips you know land how they may. Um, it, it's great having an opportunity to play these guys, but uh, we're going to approach it like any other week. Uh, talked to Real. He said, "You know, I'm not happy with my passing. You know, running. We know he can do that. Uh, let me tell me how he's done in these first two games, in your estimation, in a very tough position." Yeah, you know, I mean, he's had a tough spot. An opening game that he's starting in Cincinnati against one of their top teams there. That that's a tough environment to go and play well, which I thought he did. You know, he's he's got to chill a little bit. You know, his passing game is going to come along. It's it's a combination of a lot of things. You know, it's a new receiving group, a new quarterback. You know, we haven't given him the best you know amount of protection, and if we fix those things we're going to be a lot better and as long as we can continue to run the ball it's going to open up the passing game so he just has to have patience he's doing a really good job for us he's thrown some really good balls and we haven't gone out and made catches for him either so if you're going to have a good passing game the receivers and, and, the, and the line they have to all come together and gel at once and we'll get there you know he's not far off of what we've done in the past in terms of two weeks in with a new quarterback so uh, if you look at history with what we've been able to accomplish with even Josh and Quentin and Renee our guy uh, from a few years back He's right where we want him to be. Okay. Um, pressure. Uh, I talked to him about that. Obviously, Josh's shoes big. Quentin did a hell of a job last year. How do you think he's dealing with the pressure of the position that he has here at Bosco? I think he's handled it fantastically. You know, he, he understands that he's not Josh Rosen. You know, he's a lot different than than Quentin. He just has a totally different skill set than those guys, and he needs to embrace the skill set that he has. Uh, he's a great leader. He, he, you know, off the field, he's very much like those guys. He's a studier of the game. He prepares extremely hard, but his game on the field, it's totally different, so he can't be compared to Josh or Quentin, you know, or Renee, the last guy that we had prior to those two, because he's just totally different. He's more of a spread option quarterback um, that has the ability to throw and he can run and do some things like that. So as long as he's not trying to be Josh Rosen or Quentin Davis, he's going to be fine. He needs to be Real Mitchell, and all we need him to do is go out and you know do the things and execute the game plan, and we're going to win games. So as long as he can do that, and not try to be somebody he's not, we're going to be okay. You're good friends with Kenny. Mm -hmm. uh, you've talked about that before. Yep. Uh, does that make it a little more special playing this game of this magnitude, or does it make it that much tougher? I mean, I guess you're not like talking much yeah. to him. No, you know, we're, we're going to talk on Thursday, and we might get together after his team meal on Thursday night. So, um, no, you know what? I think it makes it that much more exciting. Um, you certainly have a ton of respect for a guy like Kenny and what he's done, and and Tony before him at Gorman. It's it's such a great program to be a to to have an opportunity to play against, and we're totally good friends. And you know, that's nothing's going to change and it's it's great for us to have the opportunity and the friendly rivalry to go play these games and um, you know it's just it's awesome I mean I really enjoy it and it, no better team would I would rather be playing as a team coached by Kenny Sanchez and that Gorman staff and uh, it's a good measuring stick for us and we're going to try to compete against him uh, from a coaching standpoint as well as players so um, you know they had the advantage over us and beat us by three in Vegas so hopefully we can turn the favor here in California. What have you seen on tape that makes you go wow this is a pretty darn good team they, they are one of the 
the best in the country. Yeah, without question. I mean, we've seen a lot of film and ESPN games, and we've traveled a lot, and they're as good as anybody I think we've ever faced or anybody we've ever seen. I mean, heck, half the guys that played against us in 14 are now seniors, uh, <laughs> and they beat us as sophomores. So, um, you know, honestly, I don't know if they have very many weaknesses. Hopefully, um, you know, maybe one of their buses break down on the way over here, but uh, they're a tremendous group. He does a great job with the coaching staff and what they do, and uh, I, I think we're going to play a really hard game and, um, you know, see how it ends up. But, again, no better place. I'd rather be on a Friday night to play the top-ranked team in the country. And then the last one is keys to victory. I mean, what do you want to see out of your team Friday night to, to, to know you can walk away with a W? You know, we have to have a better start. You know, in the last three losses we've had, we've, we've had four losses or three losses in four years. And, you know, the, the, the time the games that we have lost, even the one back in Vegas, we started extremely poorly. Um, the last two games against Centennial, we had terrible starts. So we have to start better. If we can start better as, you know, as a team and, and not fall behind early, I think we're going to have a chance come in the fourth quarter uh, when the game slows down a little bit. So, you know, if we have a better start, I expect us to. Hopefully we're going to do that. And if we do that, I think we're going to be in a lot better position position you know in the end of the fourth quarter than we were back in 14. That's Jason Negro from back on Tuesday when we joined him out at the practice there in Bellflower, California. While we were there, we also talked with his quarterback, Real Mitchell. As you heard him say, he's very happy with uh, what Real's done. We talked to Real, and he said, uh, you know, he's happy with what he's been able to do on the ground. He wants to improve in the passing department, and uh, he feels that uh, this team is uh, now starting to kind of get its uh, sea legs, if you will, as they head into the third game, a big game against Bishop Gorman. Uh, the tale of the tape... Uh, Right now, uh, Real has completed 23 of 43 passes for 298 yards with three touchdowns, just one interception. And uh, on the other side of the coin, Martel, uh, a four-year starter for the Gales. 53% of his passes have been completed for 408 yards and four touchdowns. He's rushed for 243 yards and a score. So uh, Real Mitchell, when we talked to him the other day, we dialed it back to the uh, end of the 2015 season where he had an opportunity to come in in the CIF Southern Section Pac-5 Championship game after Quentin Davis went down with a shoulder injury, and he was able to kind of reel the Huskies back in. Uh, in the end, they lost a 62-52 uh, shootout. But uh, I asked Real what uh, that game did for him as far as his confidence heading into this season. Well, I feel like coming into a game of that magnitude that, you know, there's a lot of pressure, but personally I, I think I deal well with a lot of pressure. I feel like that helped me for my junior season, you know, playing in Ohio and then having Bishop Gorman uh, this upcoming Friday to deal with the pressure and that hopefully I'll handle it well. And, and you've got some shoes to fill. Josh before you, then Quentin last year. Uh, Coach Negro always says, you know, quarterback is a focal point here. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you feel about that. Do you feel that there's a big focus on that and, and, and pressure that comes with it because of the guys that came before you? I do think so. That a lot of pressure that comes with the, with the position. But um, since I, this is my third year here, you know, being able to sit on varsity behind Josh and then Quentin last year, you know, listening to the coaching that they had from Coach Johnson and the rest of the staff, I feel confident that, you know, since I've been here for so long that it's just going through the motions, um, nowadays at least. And, you know, I feel really confident in our team and that we'll be able to, you know, do big things this season. Now let's talk about the first two games. You know, you go to Ohio. You guys are used to traveling now. You've done it the last couple of years. Um, tell me a little bit about, you know, your personal evaluation of yourself, what you like about what you've done in the first two games and some of the things you think you got to improve on? Uh, I think, um, obviously, we got to improve on throwing the ball uh, compared to running the ball, and that's going to be our, I think, our focal point going into the game against Bishop Gorman. I think that we'll do a, a really nice job of, you know, having a higher percentage um, completion rating. And as far as what I think I've done good, I, I think, I mean, I ran the ball relatively nice. Um, obviously, in the Ohio game for that, the second play from scrimmage, um, it was nice. Uh, but you know, you know, I have more you know passing touchdowns than rushing right now. But I feel like moving forward, that the passing game needs to come together. Mom better. Everybody's talking about your speed, which we saw in that touchdown run. Uh, uh, do you want to be known as the guy that throws the ball well or runs and throws well? How do you describe yourself? Uh, I want to be known for uh, being both, you know, a, a really good passer and a, and a runner. And I think because of track, that the, the speed part will take care of itself. And, you know, that will become uh, a factor where everybody knows it. And, you know, it's not something I have to prove. And... You know, I like having to prove something, you know, it gives me something to work at. And so I think 
throwing the ball, I'll, I'll improve on it uh, very much so. After several uh, years, uh, Sean was the guy. Everybody talked about his sprinter speed. Yeah. You guys ever, like, uh, you know, have a little little race last year or anything over the last couple of years? Yeah, you know, being on the same relay team, um, uh, I was second late, he was fourth late, but, you know, we used to race all the time. So that's I funny. Mean, against each other, though, like out here. Oh, yeah, okay. in practice, yeah, we were racing against each other. And in, in our meets, you know, we both ran the 100 meters, so we ran against each other in league and whatnot. Um, and it's funny because uh, last night I actually sent him a picture or a video of us racing from a couple years back. And so, you know, he laughed and he, said, and he said, you know, good luck this week against Gorman. So it's all friendly. Okay. Let's talk about this week's preparation. Here you are on Tuesday. The game is huge. I mean, we've had you won. They're number two. Other people have it, you know. So tell me a little bit about what you guys are going to focus on this week. You talk about getting the passing game better, but what's kind of the real focus is you guys are in the locker room talking about, hey, this is what we got to do to win this game. Um, well, I think I want to go back to what I said earlier about passing the ball. Uh, we got to do a really good job of that and, you know, hitting our – our big explosive plays down the field, and you know, making big catches and big plays. I think that's an area where we lacked so far. And I think with that, you know, along with our line holding up nicely and our defense playing how they've been playing, I think we should be. The audio dropped out there. He said the uh, defense will it'll be okay. Uh, and uh, Real Mitchell, the junior quarterback for St. John Bosco, again, High School Football America, will be there from start to finish. And just excited to uh, watch number one battle number two in Long Beach tomorrow. If you're in the area, make sure you check the game out. It's going to be a dandy, just like last week's IMG Corona Centennial game, I believe. I think it's, uh, it's going to be a very close game, a very entertaining game. Uh, everything that high school football is all about. By the way, uh, toward the end there, I was kind of joking. I didn't. I, I said Sean uh, when I was talking about uh, the, the, him racing. Sean. Uh, Sean is Sean McGrew, the uh, speedy tailback for the Braves, who is now at the University of Washington, a great sprinter in his own right. So uh, uh, they've had some speed there, and they know uh, you know speed kills when it comes to the football field. And uh, last year we saw that in Real Mitchell in his one long touchdown run against Corona Centennials. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go to the other coast, a big game this week as St. Joseph's Prep will take on Don Bosco. And that, that's a, a battle between Pennsylvania and New Jersey. St. Joseph's Prep, number 31 in the nation after last week's impressive win all the way across the country out here in Southern California against Oaks Christian. Don Bosco Prep, Greg Toll, looking for his 300th career victory as the head coach, as a head coach in the state of New Jersey. And uh, they're probably a little angry as they got uh, shut out last week on the road in Florida by American Heritage and Plantation. Uh, so they tumbled from 18 to 39. So when we come back, we're going to talk with Gabe Infante about the Fox trip to the West Coast and a big game coming up against the boys from Jersey. That and more, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. 
The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USAtodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again in 2016, USA Today High School Sports and High School Football America teaming up to give you great national coverage and specific coverage from Southern California. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. And speaking of Southern California, uh, this past weekend, uh, the, the Pennsylvania boy, you can take him out of Pennsylvania, but he, he loves his Pennsylvania football. Got a chance to see a little Pennsylvania and Jersey football out here as St. Joseph's Prep from Philadelphia and St. Joseph Regional from uh, Montvale, New Jersey came out here to take on some of our best. And uh, both teams, I'm proud to say, walked away with a win. I don't usually root, but uh, we're on the line right now. We have uh, with the coach of St. Joseph's Prep out of Philadelphia. Number 31 in the latest High School Football America Top 50. Gabe Infante has been a great coach there and doing a wonderful job. And uh, he's got one of the top players in the country. We're going to talk to him about what happened last weekend in a big game ahead against Don Bosco Prep out of Jersey. Welcome to the show, coach. Hey, thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having us. Uh, it's always good to have you on the line here. And uh, before we look ahead to uh, to Bosco uh, coming up uh, this weekend, let's talk a little bit about your experience coming out here. It was a, a tough way to go, a season opener for you. A uh, team had already played a game out here in Oaks Christian. You, you did them pretty well, 49-17, like I said. You did us proud. Uh, tell us a little bit about what that, uh, how tough it was to kind of come across the country with a bunch of young men that some maybe hadn't even even seen the West Coast. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, the, the logistics alone were were very difficult. It took a lot of people uh, to contribute to that effort. Um, you know, I was very proud of our of our program and our organization and the way 
they were able to overcome some of those obstacles and provide a, a, a really a first-class experience for our kids. Um, you know, we travel, you know, quite frequently. We, we've opened up in, in Chicago and Dallas in Florida in Louisiana, but by far the trip across country was the toughest that we had done. Um, the time difference and the logistics of, you know, traveling that many kids and finding places to practice and, and planning meals and, and all those those uh, particulars uh, were, were, were quite a quite a difficult task. But, you know, so uh, it wasn't just the players on the field who took care of business. There were a lot of people off the field who, who managed to uh, help us succeed. So very proud of everybody, and it was a total team effort. Talking with Gabe Infonsi tonight, head coach at St. Joseph's Prep in Philadelphia, uh, beat Oaks Christian. The number six team coming in the game uh, in our uh, Southern California Top 25, so a very good program. And uh, one of uh, one of the big things, with the, aside from the game, was it was part of the Honor Bowl, which uh, honors veterans and raises money for them. And you guys got a chance to go to uh, Camp Pendleton and, and, and check out the Marines there and, and see the memorial and, and, and have some Marines and some injured vets talk to you. Tell us a little bit about that and, and kind of how how that impacted the kids and I mean did that affect the game meaning did it kind of you know give them a little bit of energy give them a little bit of you know kind of uh, oomph going into it I don't know if it affected the game per se I think our guys were pretty dialed in on what needed to be done but the experience itself was great in a matter of, of creating perspective I think for us you know we put so much into you know playing this great game and it is a great game but at the end of the day um, you know there are people out there risking their lives for our freedom and uh you know, we talk about it and we read about it. Maybe we watch it on TV, but it's a different perspective when you're there, there in person. Um, you know, I think Mark Soto, who put the program together, did an excellent job. You know, I loved his catchphrase, you know, let's show people what a real hero looks like. And, you know, getting a chance to spend time with a, with one of the veterans who uh, was a double amputee, you know, hearing him talk about leadership, hearing him talk about sacrifice, hearing, hearing him talk about commitment to country, you know, it's just really inspiring. And I think it puts things in proper perspective for young men, um, for our young men anyway. So it really was, uh, you know, a great way to kind of capture, you know, the, the feeling of what the weekend was really about. You know, it was, it was about great football. But it was also about, you know, honoring those who provide so much for us and, and really oftentimes go, you know, un, unrewarded. So great experience. Yeah, and I, I had a lot of fun. Of course, I had a little bit of a hand in, in getting you guys out here where I picked up the phone and said, you need to come out. And I, I, I think I got in trouble because uh, they said, I thought you were bringing out teams we could beat, Jeff. <laughs> was, there a, was, there a little, was there a little East Coast pride there? I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, California athletes, Texas athletes, Florida and all that. Pennsylvania, I still think they think we, uh, we just kind of run the ball, you know, three yeah. yards in a cloud of dust. Did you guys talk a little bit about, you know, kind of East Coast pride, Pennsylvania pride, that's sort of thing at all i mean i'm sure it comes up with the kids i mean I, I try not to i try and keep it very you know very focused on what the task at hand is that's a very good football team you know obviously talented players you know i do believe there is something to be said about the style of football the style of football is different on both on both coasts and i think a lot of that has to do just with with the weather at times you know uh, you know in pennsylvania for us to win late in december you got to be able to run the football you know it's going to be very difficult when the weather starts to get cold and 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 and, uh, and, 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 and tough that, that you, you can throw the football. Um, and so you have to be able to run the football. So I think that's where it probably comes from. Um, but, I, you know, it was, gonna, it was neat to see the two styles of play kind of collide and see what that was going to be like and, and uh, see who was going to be able to control kind of the tempo and the, uh, the way the game, the style of game that was going to be played. And so, you know, obviously, we were we were able to be successful in, in striking first, and, and we struck often, um, and and that was able to kind of create the momentum in our way, and we were able to hold on to that. But it's a very talented football team. I was you know very happy with the way we, we played. I think Matt Corral is probably as good a quarterback as I've seen in high school in my career, um, and and they're going to win a lot of football games. Yeah, it's a very good football team. Yeah, no, I agree. But like I said, it was nice to brag. You can take the Pennsylvania, the kid out of Pennsylvania, but you can't take Pennsylvania out of the boy here. Talking with Gabe Infante tonight, the head coach at St. Joseph's Prep in Philadelphia, number one, 31 in our uh, top 50 this week, the number one team in Pennsylvania in our rankings as well. And, uh, Coach, you said you struck early, and the reason you struck early was you got a guy there named DeAndre Swift who had a big week aside from a big game. He made his verbal commitment to Georgia. Uh, first play of the game, he takes it to the house. His third touch – 
I, I think he had 171 yards in total offense and two touches. Uh, you said after the game to me, you know, he's the best I've ever seen. Describe for the listeners how good DeAndre Swift is. Well, well DeAndre, I think, um, you know, for me, you know, to be a complete player it takes a couple things, you know. Obviously, the physical attributes are there. He's strong. He's explosive. He's fast. He's got extremely good hands. Um, I think from a football intelligence part, he's, you know, he loves the game. He loves studying how other people, you know, do things. So he, he's constantly stealing things from other players and, and bringing it to his game. So he's a student of the game. So I think those two things are, are, are very important. And I think the third thing is just who he is as a person. Um, you know, how he goes about his business, you know, what kind of leader he is, what kind of mentor he is, uh, work ethic. Um, you know, so I think from that sense, he brings a lot of things to the table. Um, you know, things that I've seen other players, you know, kind of maybe, you know, stumble on, you know, those are things that he, uh, he really, uh, he's really adopted and, and become really good at. So, uh, from a physical standpoint, you know, his body of work speaks for itself. I mean, he does it all. He's, he catches the ball. He can run between the tackles. He can run on, you know, on the perimeter. Um, you know, I've seen him throw devastating blocks on pass protection. So, you know, from a, from a physical attribute, he, he does a lot of different things, a lot of things well. I mean, we even used him on defense, you know, on, on, a, on a couple series to slow them down. He made a big play on a trick play they were going to run. They tried to block him, and he ends up, you know, getting a negative yardage play, you know, against them. So, I mean, even on defense, on, on returns, um, you know, he's just, uh, you know, he's almost like Bugs Bunny. You know, he's, he's just all over the place. <laughs> Good description of DeAndre Swift, who ended up with 175 receiving yards and 121 rushing. And what I heard basically from the Oaks Christian sideline coach a, a lot was, yeah, we knew DeAndre was good. I mean, he, but uh, Christian Waller, who picked up 159 yards and two touchdowns, really had some people going, wait a second, this is not a one-dimensional team. Tell us a little bit about Christian and, and kind of how you use him and how you balance off and kind of have that, you had that two-head attack at least going on Friday. Christian is, is definitely kind of like the silent assassin, right? He kind of comes out, seems unassuming. He's got his glasses on. He's got like a 3.9 GPA, very unassuming. He's also a championship wrestler, but very quiet, very reserved. Uh, doesn't look like a whole lot when he walks out. Uh, he is built, you know, solid. I mean, he is as strong a player as we have. He's built low to the ground, kind of Barry Sanders-like in the sense that you can't see him behind the offensive line. And then when he pops out, he's got tremendous balance and body control. Very, very difficult to get a solid hit on him. Um, so he is he's a great compliment uh, to DeAndre uh, because really, you know, I think most people, if we put DeAndre on the slot, will focus on where he is. And normally that gives us better numbers in the box. And Christian is good enough to hurt you in the box. Um, and that's what he did, you know, so – you know, he did a great job, and, you know, I think our quarterback starting in his first game, you know, for us did a great job managing the offense. And, and then we have the two receivers on the outside, the one, you know, who's a junior who's got, you know, 14 offers or whatever he has. And Terrence on the other side, who I think is, is just as good as he is, if not a little bit better. You know, that, that gives us a nice balance to our offense. That's and cool. uh, with a kid like, like DeAndre and everybody trying to key on him, you know, we have, we're going to have to do things to, to keep people honest. Uh, so that so that you know play, people can't zoom in on on DeAndre and take him away. Talking to Gabe Infante tonight, head coach at St. Joseph's Prep in Philadelphia. And coach, you've been on the show before. You know my mantra, which is let's get as num many number of kids' names in there as we can, because it wasn't just a a one man show the other night. Uh, you've looked at the tape. You know who are some of the kids you want to kind of salute and say they did a great job uh, to, that led to that big victory over Oaks Christian. Well, I, 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 you know, I love the way James Johnson, our outside, our outside linebacker and, and captain, played, uh, committed to Princeton. Uh, I thought he did a great job of, of defending the flat and setting the edge for us. You know, he's a uh, returning all-league all selection at linebacker. I thought Ryan Bryce, uh, our three technique, you know, I think he's going to be a big-time player, did a great job on the inside, um, you know, really, really uh, controlling uh, the, the interior run. And then I think our offensive line, I think everything begins, you know, it's five, five seniors on that offensive line. Matt Gray, Carter Ridge, Jackson Evans, Sal Signaglia, Teron Hampton. You know, those five guys are big. You know, I, I think we average some around 295 across the board. You know, and everything, you know, starts and ends with them. I think we had over 600 yards of total offense. 
Um, and a lot of that was those guys establishing the grounding for us, you know, and dominating that, that, that box. So, you know, a lot of guys contributed to the win. You know, a lot of guys did a lot of great things for us. And, you know, I'm excited about the way the guys are playing. Obviously, we have a big challenge coming up, and the next two weeks are going to be very critical for us. And, uh, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll see if we continue to develop. Yep. Well, you don't back. You don't have any cupcakes at the beginning. That's for sure. Uh, coming up, you got uh, Don Bosco Prep. They've seemed to have had your number recently, uh, and then you got Archbishop Wood uh, coming back into Philadelphia. But uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Bosco and, and and kind of some of the things you're talking to the kids about this week. Uh, it's on your home home turf, so that helps out a little bit. Well, what are the things you're working on? Well, if you, if, if by recently you mean history, then, <laughs> then you're then you're right because we've never beat them. Uh, so recent, uh, I would extend recent into history. Uh, you know, Greg Toll is a legend. You know, Don Bosco is a storied program, as good as any program, really in the history of high school football in the country. Uh, you know, I put him up there with the Dallas Owls. You know, the world what Coach Toll has done there. You know, since he took over in, in the late late nineties. You know, to now, you know, is kind of the blueprint for how you build a national power. So, you know, on the Northeast Coast, you know, they're still, in my opinion, you know, the king. You know, um, despite you know whatever whatever years you may have other teams kind of pop onto the scene, you know, what Greg's built there is is something really to admire. You know, if you're a young if you're a young coach, uh, could you not admire the stability and 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 the consistency that he's built there? So, you know, we've made a point that that's who we want to play. You know, I, I think we learn a lot every time we play them. Um, you know, we get better as a program. In 2013, we lost to them 42-0 and went on to win our first state title. You know, I attribute a lot of that victory, you know, those victories to, have, to what we learned from, from going up against them. So, you know, to me, it's always a good measure, measuring stick for us to see where we are as a program. Um, and I, I, I think our kids are up for it. You know, we, we've made a, a habit of playing North Jersey teams like St. Joe's and Burn Catholic this year. And they're fairly well. So we're excited about the opportunity to play them. Coach told going for win number 300. And, oh, by the way, they got beaten in Florida last week. So <laughs> you, know, you know they're going to have a tough week of practice to get ready for you guys. And we're talking with Gabe Infante tonight. Uh, last question is, uh, you're, you, you then, after you get rid of all your non-league games, you go into that thing known as the Philadelphia Catholic League, which is one of the best in the country. Uh, what's it looking like this year? I mean, is same, same, same uh, suspects there that you're going to be battling? I know LaSalle uh, is good, although they, I think they lost to North Penn right in their, their opener. But tell us a little bit about uh, the, the league this year? Well, North Penn's supposed to be pretty good, too. North Penn has a great quarterback, a couple of receivers, so I think North Penn's going to be a real tough team to, to, to beat, so I wouldn't look past that. But, you know, with, with Pennsylvania reclassifying from four to six and four-star league to condense, so um, those, those, those previous three A schools, now known as five A schools, are in our conference. So we go back to playing teams like Ryan and Carroll, and would. Um, so, you know, it, it'll be a gauntlet. You know, it really will be at the end, it'll be a gauntlet. I mean, even teams that, you know, may be on downturns, it's a very physical, physical league. Um, and even the teams that may be on a downturn in a particular year, you know, don't make it any easier for you because they're physical matchups. The game is very, very physical in the Catholic League. Um, and so staying healthy, building depth, you know, surviving even even some of the you know perceived easier games can be a challenge, um, and that's why it's so difficult to win. Because once you get out of the league, you're usually pretty beat up, um, and then you still have to go in and, <laughs> and play the rest of the state. So, you know, it's kind of like SEC football. You know, it takes its wear and tear on you. So, building depth, staying healthy, you know, are really critical. You know, how you manage your personnel throughout the year, in my opinion, in Pennsylvania, is a critical part of being successful. So. You know, that's the puzzle we have to deal with every year, and whether we figure it out or not, it's going to determine whether or not we have the type of season we want to have. Well, Coach, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, uh, get the kids in here, and uh, congratulations on a great win. It was fun watching you guys. Very impressed, and and thank you for your friendship, and uh, look forward to following you the rest of the way. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for the opportunity. You do a great job. Love the show, and, and thank you for having me on. Once again, that's Gabe Infante, the uh, head coach at St. Joseph's Prep, number 31 in the nation, getting ready to take on number 39, St. John Bosco, 
on Saturday. And don't forget the big game tomorrow night here in Southern California. We'll be uh, keeping you updated on Twitter. Follow us on social media at uh, HSFB America. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high school football America and on Instagram at high school football America. YouTube channel is HSFB America as well. We'll have highlights for you coming up tomorrow night after the game is number one, St. John Bosco battles number two, Bishop Gorman. It should be a dandy. Games are underway tonight. Plenty of Thursday night football going on around the country. Check out all the scores. Thanks to ScoreStream, our state-by-state powered scoreboards can be found at highschoolfootballamerica.com. Just click on the navigation tab where it says scores and you'll see each and every state listed out for you alphabetically. We also have our top 25 scoreboard. It's going to be another dandy week of high school football. Don't forget our national rankings come out before everyone else's as we crank them out through the algorithm on Sunday. They bust out uh, right around noon Pacific time. That's 3 Eastern. And uh, if you missed any of this show tonight, a great show, make sure you go back into our archives at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. All of our shows through the years are there, and they are free for you. I want to thank all of our sponsors. We talked about ScoreStream USA Today, HSS.com. Great national high school sports coverage from USA Today High School Sports. Also brought to you tonight by Crossover. Sign up for your free demo. Go to CrossoverWithAK.com forward slash HSFA. They'll break down your game film, give you time to spend with the family over the weekend. Let them do all the grunt work and you can do what you do best, which is coach. Also brought to you tonight by Echo 1612. Instant replay on your sidelines gives you an edge there's no doubt about it and these guys created instant replay for high school football don't accept any imitators out there echo 1612 also in the college game with exos uh now and the uh, great guys there in oklahoma doing a wonderful job echo 1612.com you can get to both echo and crossover and all of our sponsors by clicking on their banner ads at highschoolfootballamerica.com and brought to you tonight by southern sport keep those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes players and you also get that great look of spatting without the high cost of tape TDI Razor. That's with a U. TDI Razor, the debris inhibitor razor. R A Z U R. TDIRazor.com. Use the special code HSFA for a discount on your next order on their website. Well, that's going to do it for tonight. Excited to go and see what's going on around the country right now in high school football. And then tomorrow, the big one in Southern California. Look forward to keeping up and hearing from you all weekend long. Feel free to tweet us at HSFB America. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from sunny Southern California. You've been listening to High School Football America.